Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic. I'm good. How about you? I, I'm doing well, man. This is a good This is a good week. You know, we got a, a new episode of The Flash, and uh, this I, I'm, I'm happy to say, man, this is actually the first week uh, that we were able to uh, do the new thing that we do now, and that is uh, during the live episode of The Flash, of course, we always live tweet uh, the show, but we actually, as soon as the episode was over, I was able to jump on Facebook Live, give some immediate hot takes on uh, my thoughts for the episode, and uh, man, I'm hoping this becomes kind of an ongoing thing every single week for those of you able to watch with us here on the East Coast. That would be kind of nice, right? Get those flash hot takes well, I gotta, in a flash uh, right after the episode. Maybe that's... <laughs> Uh, fast, fast facts, flash facts, flash takes. I don't know. One way or the other, man. It is, uh, it, it's fun. It, it's, it's good to kind of jump on there and, and give some quick thoughts. Although, you know, I, admittedly, as I was kind of processing the episode, I was like, man, we, we kind of got, got a lot of information kind of thrown at us here. And so I was trying to kind of wrestle with my thoughts, but now all of those thoughts have marinated. And I think, uh, we've got a delicious, uh, steak of thoughts <laughs> that, that are going to put okay. together. Well, you know, you, you marinate them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, one way or the other, man, I'm looking forward to talking about this episode. A little bit of house cleaning, uh, cleaning, housekeeping before we jump into it, though. <laughs> uh, we want to welcome those of you who are joining us live at Mixler.com slash TV Talk. Of course, we do broadcast the podcast every single Wednesday night after The Flash over at Mixler.com slash TV Talk. Got a great chat room who has been very gracious to us as we've been troubleshooting all kinds of microphone uh, glitches, but, you know, it seems to be going well, and I think it's going to be a good night. We do want to invite those of you, though, who are listening to the podcast. If you ever want to join us for a live show, we would love to have you. Now, that being said, Bell, you ready to do it? Let's do it. Let's jump into the rundown. The, the rundown. rundown. <laughs> Episode two of season four, Mixed Signals, directed by Alexandra LaRoche and story by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Bell, what happened this episode? When Barry, Joe, and Cisco report to a crime scene, they discover remnants of a mysterious code. Cisco presents Barry with a technologically advanced suit intended to facilitate his activities. He tests it out, trying to save someone from a haywire car caused by metahuman Ramsey Deacon. Gypsy arrives on Earth 1 for a date with Cisco, who is forced to cancel it so he can focus on Deacon. Acting on a suggestion from Caitlin, Iris signs her and Barry up for couples therapy to sort out their relationship. Deacon kidnaps a witness who was previously a member of a tech team who stole his idea and sold it behind his back. Barry and Wally go to save him, but Deacon uses his abilities to send Barry's suit haywire. On Iris's instruction, Barry throws lightning at himself, shorting out his suit. He then incapacitates Deacon, who is locked up in the meta wing of Iron Heights, which is revealed to be part of the Thinker's plan. Meanwhile, Sisko finally goes out with Gypsy. Wondering how Deacon gained his power since he was absent during the Particle Accelerator incident, Barry and Joe visit him and learn that there are others. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> All right, so, Bell, 
This episode, I, before even jumping into it, on the scale of one to, let's give it a five, where, 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 where are you on this one? You hot? You cold? You lukewarm? Where, where you, what are you feeling? I didn't like the meta. I thought I thought he belonged on Legend uh, Legends of Tomorrow and not oh, Flash. Oh, the worst <laughs> insult someone could ever and that's, give. That's, no, that's that's not a ride on that's not a ride on Legends. That's just what I would expect on Legends to have like of uh-huh. of bio virus thing. Okay, where you, right. you make the ones and zeros turn into a DNA strand. Come on. Look, all right. First of all, they can't all be winners. And I, second of all, I really do hate to start this episode off on a negative because I want to just say there is a lot about this episode I really loved. But, yes, absolutely. But you're right, man. The meta. Let's just, we'll just get this out of the way so we can dive into all the good stuff uh, after this. It, but yeah, this, it was dumb. They're not D-U-M. All, <laughs> <laughs> They're not all going to be winners, man. And and this one, um, yeah, I, I was not feeling them either. I, they, just it. I don't know well, why. There are a bunch of stereotypes that they use within the kind of made me There was a bunch of stereotypes. Too. Yeah. And it was just it was just a dumb power set and like a dumb way to explain it. And I don't know. I I just I, I was kind of like, can we just like get done with that and watch Cisco go on his date and watch Barry and Iris in couples therapy and like all this other good stuff? All right, but you realize <laughs> you realize see this is what the CW did. They made you want the love triangles more so than the action. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Exactly they, what happened. The CW they, incepted I, you. <laughs> you know what? They infected me with a biological computer virus <laughs> that makes me like shipping. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, that is a thing, right? The front and center in this episode was very much the relationships. There was kind of a, a theme going on of of, uh, of of the guys kind of striking out and uh, and not being quite fully aware of just how bad they're striking out. Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, going into this episode with the with the trailers and everything, I was really kind of looking forward to this idea of Barry and Iris going into therapy, especially with all of the you know quote unquote meta jokes, pun not intended, uh, that were going <laughs> on with uh, with you know them trying to explain their life to this therapist. I actually loved therapy as a vehicle to dive into some of these you know deeper issues that are going on. I know, right? Like, and it's <laughs> and they did it in such a comical way, uh, you know, talking about the what, 15 people that have died that have been <laughs> close to Barry and Iris over the last, you know, four years and all this stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you thought, you know, I didn't really think about it until they started listing off names. I'm like, it's only been three years. That's crazy. So many people. And yeah, I thought that was kind of like, you know, a meta wink at like the audience to be like, yeah, we know. And uh, I just I just wanted the uh, the therapist to just like start writing down all that stuff going, jeez. <laughs> like, no wonder these guys are screwed up. <laughs> it's like, so you've had a lot of trauma. Um, you, you know, the other thing, too, I think is uh, at least worth noting is that, you know, I, I liked the idea of, um, you know, uh, therapy, like I said, as a vehicle to kind of dive into this. But I also like the fact that therapy is kind of treated as you know, like, no, it's, it's a normal thing. As Caitlin was saying, like, you know, it's not something we went to cause we had problems. It was, it's, it's just a, a good thing to do almost kind of like a, a, a checkup. And so, you know, I think yeah, that PSA, like there, there, there shouldn't be a stigma against therapy. If you want to go get, you know, talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Exactly. You know, it, it, it helps. It helps if you're feeling fine. It helps if you're not feeling fine. It's, it's just, sometimes it's a good idea to talk to people. Yeah. And you know, I, I was, Professionals. A little, I was kind of worried going into it at first, like maybe, maybe they're just going to make it into a joke. And while the jokes were there, I think the fact they went to therapy was not a joke. So, um, right. Just shout out to all the, the therapists out there who are uh, uh, listening and tuning in. But, um, but no, I, I really enjoyed that, man. I, I loved their dynamic. 
Um, you know, Barry even going into like, oh, I thought I, you know, I, I planned all this and did all this and made all these decisions and ran over here and did all this. I, I, I thought that's what you wanted. And I'm like, oh, Barry, no. Big no, no, no. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, any kind of relationship drama, never say I thought that's what you wanted. That's a pretty clear defining uh, moment in the discussion where whoever says that should realize, yeah, they're, they're way wrong. Yeah, see, what I do is I always like uh, fill out a form, I get it notarized, and I have it copied in triplicate and signed in triplicate uh, so that that way I can always say, see, this is what you said you wanted, <laughs> and I did exactly this, and so there's no point of contention. Well, but see, that's and the thing. And then I sleep on the couch. Our, I was about to say, our, our boy Cisco was learning that just because you you said what you think you said doesn't mean that it means the same thing that you said. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And I feel like Cisco should know better. Now, I know Cisco has no game and we always give him a hard time for that. But like, shouldn't he know better? I kind of yeah, I kind of thought that, too. I was like, clearly, like I was sitting there thinking, no, Cisco, it's not fine. Caitlin was thinking the same thing. And I didn't think that Cisco was I mean, I knew he's kind of like oblivious, but I didn't think he was that oblivious. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just, just gonna throw this out there again. Gypsy way out of his league, like, like way, 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 like earth, 19 earths outside of his league. It's like nine year old farm league baseball <laughs> versus like the super duper best of all time all stars in baseball. Did we ever get a confirmation on who exactly her former partner was? Um, we, I don't know. We speculated last season about this, but I'm starting to think even more so that perhaps Gyp Gypsy's old partner was the Cisco doppelganger of that earth. Like, I, I just don't get why she would I, be giving I, I, him so much, you know, like, like, you know, she's, she's just, she's letting him, you know, figure all this stuff out. She's got like eternal patience with him. And I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I figured though that that was that that'd be something that they would have explored already, you know, the the, the whole doppelganger aspect of of their relationship, because that that could lead for to some, you know, I could see that being some tensioning kind of stuff in that relationship. Oh sure, I mean that's yeah. I mean if you were dating somebody and they happen to be the doppelganger of your ex, you know, whatever, uh, be it romantic partner, or just partner friend, or, or whomever, um, you know, are you even dating them? Are you just dating your this memory? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this. I mean, would it would it be a similar comparison to to date a set of twins and then like break up with one and date the other? Yeah, I mean, kind of, right? Like they're kind of, they're like, different people altogether. Like literally, they are two different people. You and your doppelganger are not the same person. You have different life experiences. Um, even in in certain situations, there's different DNA involved. So yeah, no, they. It. I think the the twin comparison is actually a really good one, Bell. Well, thank you. I thought of that all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they, one way or the other, we also learn a little bit more about Earth-19. Always love to learn about Earth-19 and its uh, various holidays. One 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 day. Yeah, right. Like that. that's a holiday. And apparently they don't have Christmas there. Uh, well, no, no. But uh, I'm, I'm wondering, do you think that one 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 day is on January 11th or November the 1st? One one one. It wouldn't be eleven one. It was one one one. So I'm thinking, well, what's the extra one come in for? Well, that's what I'm saying. But one one one. Uh, one eleven. One one one. Uh, eleven one. It's actually August fourteenth. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's it's just they they <laughs> number their months just, weird in Earth nineteen. Well, that's the thing. They could be on a different calendar, considering that Shaquille O'Neal has been given sainthood. I'm starting to wonder if they have a completely different religi religious system, which means that they have an entirely different calendar altogether. I yeah, there is no Julian calendar. There's like the uh, uh, Dennis Rodman calendar. 
did. The Church of Latter-day Rod- Rodmans. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, you know, Shaq's a saint. Like, I kind of want to check out that religion a little bit and just, you know, see what's going on with it. Very, very basketball heavy. Uh- <laughs> it's like it's like it's like Michael Jordan, like Jesus Christ and like Larry Bird is is the Holy Spirit. And King James is still King James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the King James, exactly. the King James Bible is a uh, little different otherwise. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no, Earth 19, man, I'm, I was actually kind of uh, uh, pleasantly surprised to see Gypsy coming back into it, especially the fact that, you know, she was able to travel through Earth's pretty smoothly. Um, you know, is this an indication that perhaps things are starting to loosen up on Earth 19? I mean, we know that they had kind of a uh, you know, they can't come here, but we can go, go there type of situation. Is that is that still what we're to assume about, um, you know, no, the- she, she she's a hunter, right? So like, you know, as it's part of her job. She has free reign to jump wherever she wants, I think. OK, but now she's dating on the clock. No, I don't think so. Like, I, I think that's just a luxury afforded to her for being uh, in the position that she's in. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm also I'm not so sure those uh, those uh, uh, 20 inch heels are, are uh, regulatory for uh for, for oh no, she uses them to stab people. That would make some sense. Although I was wondering, like when she was wearing those, but at the same time she was eye level with Cisco. I was like, is 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 Cisco standing on boxes? Like like he's a short dude, and as a short dude, you know, like I know how that works. The heels come out, and you're looking up, not straight on. <laughs> See, I I don't I don't have that problem. All right, fair enough. Oh, Hold well, on, I'm I'm trying to figure out how tall she is. Uh, this is this is the math that we must now figure out. OMG science. No, it doesn't math. say. It just says when she was born. Well, was it one 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 day? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, man, Caitlin. This episode was acting far more like her old self for the most part. However, when we did get that moment of uh, of uh, Gypsy jumping into uh, Earth One, uh, she she frosted out. Do we have a terminology for how we want to? Say her hulking moments. Um, Elsa out. Uh, Elsa out. Uh, she she let it go. She let. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. I like she, it. She almost I let like it go. It. Um, but she didn't. Now, what I thought was really fascinating was when it came time to grab the guns. Did you notice who got what gun? She gets the frost. I mean, of course she's going to grab the frost gun. Come on. But not just that. Uh, K- uh, Iris. Did you see what gun she got? She got HR's gun. That's right, man. I think this is really kind of telling, you know, in, in both of those situations. I mean, Iris has really kind of stepped into more of the HR Harrison Wells type of role. Uh, and so the fact that she even goes for, for you know, even Harry's old gun uh, takes that even further. And, you know, the fact that this is the second time, by the way, that we've seen Caitlin this season go for the cold gun. I mean, like, you know, I feel like she's uh, maybe tipping the old bean can here, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe it's something where uh, using the the cold gun kind of fills that need to Elsa out to let it go, to let it go. There we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, you know, because like she, she she fills the build up, and then all of a sudden she shoots like you know a, a cold blast from the gun. She's like, oh, okay, cool. I can feel the cold on my skin from the blast, and so that's neat. I don't need to let oh, it go. That would be interesting. Now, everything that we've seen so far has to deal with her, you know, fighting the the ability to let it go based on her emotions, uh, not necessarily based on literally temperature change. I would actually be kind of interested to see. What would happen if you took this Caitlin like and dropped her in Antarctica? Like, would she, would that impact her? No, I I think the the temperature change that she like what I was talking about was she feels a temperature change and that sort of emotionally like resets her. Well, I mean, like it's almost like a like a drug 
type situation, kind of like it soothes, uh, you know, you're gonna, like painkiller or, or something of that nature, like feeling a little bit of the high, so to speak. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. That could be cool. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be. I'd, yeah, that that's interesting. Uh, by the way, uh, Gunnar in the chat is saying that IMDb is showing that Gypsy is actually 5'2". Um, oh, I didn't check IMDb. I went to Wikipedia. She IMDb seems always taller on television. Five two. I'm I'm five five. So that means she's shorter than I am. I think how Carlos Valdez height. Uh, I I assumed that he was shorter, but I mean, and again, it may all be the way that they've been shot. I mean, Gypsy uh, has been something of kind of an imposing presence uh, from the the moment that she was first introduced in the show, and then Cisco, on the other hand, has been more. Uh, you know, uh, mouse-like to some extent, like he's, he's always been kind of not necessarily looked down upon, but he's been surrounded by giants. Uh, and so I, I don't know that's, but he's um, five foot six and a half and I find it hilarious that they put six and a half. <laughs> well, you know, you got to get that extra half. In. All right. That's interesting. Okay. Fair enough. I take it back. The, the, the heels were justified and they, they, uh, that they clearly could look, look, uh, you know. In, in each other's eyes. By the way, not, not not saying that the heels are never not justified, just saying that it seemed like he might have been wearing uh, some blocks in order to match the height. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, Caitlin, um, you know, we, I love the the fact that we do get to see her and Cisco really, you know, having a good vibe going on. No, no pun intended. Hey, oh, but uh, but yeah, no, I like I like that we do get a return to form for them, that they are connecting. You do see that kind of sibling relationship coming back in. I mean, Overall, relationship status is notwithstanding, all seems to be well. Well, except for Barry, because that's not going to last. Well, what do you mean? I mean, come on. How long can we have Happy Barry? I mean, what do you consider Happy Barry? I mean, he's he's messing up. He, you know, he's he's messing up the therapy. They're writing stuff down. I'm hoping that they stay in therapy, by the way. I really I want to see this couple. Yeah, times I, I do, too. But like I'm saying, like, it's still he, you know, he realizes, oh, OK, I messed up. But he's not like, oh, I messed up. Iris hates me now. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like, OK, well, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm going to move and grow and learn from this experience. It's 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 the different. It's not like a, you know, the, the glum, depressed Barry. This is. No, but happy I mean, it, it, yes, it is happy Barry, but he's also, he's also a little headstrong, right? Like he's going around, he's doing everything, even like Wally's like, oh, but I can, okay, you're already gone. You know, like he's, he's not listening to Iris. He's really not listening to everybody and he's not doing it in kind of an arrogant way. It's almost as if he's at this stage where he kind of wants to shake off the team mentality and just go do his hero thing completely solo. Yeah, and I, I think that was the whole point of the conversation that uh, Barry and Iris had later in the episode. Yeah, not I am was Groot, that we are Groot. Right, exactly. Is when she put on the ring that it was no longer him. He was just a Flash. It's 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 both of them are the Flash. We are the Flash. No, and that was good, and I, I enjoyed that. Um, but like I said, I don't think it's I don't think it's just about the two of them though. I think it's about the team as a whole. Because um, even with you know him and Iris kind of being uh, in sync, you know, he, he is still, you know, oh, by the way, he's got a sidekick and it was great to actually see Wally and uh, Barry team up for, you know, a brief second this episode, but you know, uh, yeah, a quarter of a second. I, I think I mean, that, you know, even, even though that, um, you know, we, we, we are, or at least I, I speak for myself, man, I I've been enjoying this Barry uh, for the, for the two episodes that we've gotten him. Uh, I don't I have been too. I don't want to see Wally constantly shoved off to the side i would really like to see him get some character development and I, I, we're only two seasons two episodes back and i get that but uh i am i'm i'm want to see this this kid not just you know be a sidekick he's almost like a side to the sidekick 
Yeah, like I, I want him. I want to see, uh, uh, you know, Flash and Kid Flash on every op all the time. You know, I, I feel as though the weight that Cisco gets is to some extent taking away from Wally. Like Cisco is and has been kind of the sidekick to Barry from the beginning of the show. And so as long as Cisco's there doing his sidekick thing, Wally seems somewhat redundant because he shares the exact same powers that Barry has. Um, and so he doesn't necessarily bring much new to the table other than, you know, speaking Japanese out of nowhere. <laughs> I can do things. Yeah. Not that notwithstanding, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that character development time goes generally to Cisco uh, and, and occasionally Caitlin and, and, you know, they've been on the show longer. It makes a lot of sense, but I, I would like to see Wally go on his own little journey to some extent, even if it's, you know, training directly with Barry. I mean, we got an entire season of Wally kind of training, getting ready to be kid flash, but even that was with HR. It wasn't actually with Barry Allen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I almost feel like they need to go to therapy. You know what I mean? Like they, that's the couple that needs some therapy is Barry and Wally because they, you know, and as much as there's so much trauma in Barry's life that was exposed in that those quick scenes, uh, there's also uh, got to be a lot of animosity between the two. Uh, you know, even just the introduction of Wally West is, oh, here's Joe's actual son. Like that's still something that I feel needs to be dealt with. Yeah, and <laughs> they both show up to that same therapist in their outfits, and it's like you know, <laughs> superhero right. sidekick therapy as opposed to relationship therapy. I, I I think that's brilliant. That could be an entire show unto itself. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was what I was hoping for as well this season. I wanted to see uh, my like in my brain, sort of thinking about the next season. I was thinking what would be really really neat would be to see uh, Barry being developed in the speed force like we have we have you know cuts to him going through like uh um uh the last dinosaur not the last dinosaur i i know the runaway the dinosaur. runaway dinosaur the runaway dinosaur kind of moments in the speed force yeah uh and him you know uh, developing in, inside the speed force and then we cut to wally developing outside the speed force and that way you know we're not getting rid of barry we're still seeing barry we're still seeing him develop we're seeing cool speed force stuff and like story moments but we're also seeing wally trying to become a hero and uh like i, I thought that would have been kind of neat but yeah i agree with you though i think it would be also nice to see barry take on more of a mentor mentee role with uh with wally and so far we just hadn't seen it wally was even like you know when when cisco's like showing off the brand new suit well he's like i want one and you know it kind of gets <laughs> yeah right like, but we do get that new suit now of course you know we did see it for the first time last week but this is really the first time that we get a chance to see uh, what special modifications Cisco has been making. Now, of course, it is bright and shiny. Let's talk about that at first. New new overall look. What do you think? Uh, I like how the suit looks. It's brighter. There's a lot more gold in it. And uh, the the lines, like there's there's some cooler lines. Like the, it's more, not geometric, but uh, more texture on it. Uh, so I think it looks, I look, I think it looks really, really good. Okay. So what do you think about the features? Uh, the features are dumb. <laughs> but, a a everything about the Iron Man Barry suit. That was another thing that I thought was kind of dumb. But the only reason that was in there was because of this stupid meta who has to control technology. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I think it also kind of allowed for, for some fun along the way. I mean, I, I actually, I, you know, despite the the ridiculous nature of, of the the particular metahuman and the, the quote unquote freak of the week, um, I, I, 
I kind of dug the little, uh, you know, the nuts. jokes are OK. OK, I laughed at the jokes. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say I'm a sourpuss and I didn't laugh. Yes, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed. Well, what did uh, what was it that Caitlin said? Like, why didn't you just add? Oh, no, no. It was, it was Joe. Like, why don't you just add an oxygen tank or something like that? Right, right, right. Well, that's he's like, that is a very good idea. <laughs> when the suit blows up, it's a great nod to a very famous uh, a Flash uh, comic cover of, of kind of the, the Fat Flash. It's, yeah, uh, Fat Flash. I, I, I like that little that little wink and nod there. But still, uh, there was also some other Easter eggs throughout the process as well. The self-destruct, uh, a.k.a. the Babel Protocol. Uh, this is a nod, of course, to uh, the the storyline in which uh, Batman actually had a Babel protocol uh, built in for the Justice League and in order to uh, take down each of the Justice League members. Um, so Cisco, as we have seen before, is very much kind of uh, very inspired by Batman uh, with with or without knowing it. Uh, he created that flash signal, uh, very similar style to the bat signal in the past. And here we actually have the battle Babel protocol built directly into the suit. And to his credit, we have faced an evil Barry before. That is true. Uh, Cisco also apparently a fan of Iron Man because he gave the flash repulsor blasters for some reason. Uh, hey, maybe he's just a fan of the atom. Because that's the DC Iron Man. Doesn't, doesn't doesn't Adam shoot with a closed fist and not with the palm? Yeah, probably so. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Iron uh, Iron Flash was <laughs> that 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 part was a little uh, yeah on, on the nose, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean they they don't all have to have super tech suits. That's one of the thing. Like Flash in particular. Uh, I, I get that vibe, you know, he's, he's a tinker. So a tinker is going to tinker. Like that's, that's what he does. It makes sense that vibe would create this suit. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, a lot of it was kind of proven to be somewhat, uh, not needed. All things considered uh, that send, I will say, send the gear to Ollie. He could use a repulsor hand gauntlet. I know. Right. Just like turn him into arsenal. Just, <laughs> well, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, but I will say this though, the, the one, uh, you know, the winks and nods aside, the one, piece of that suit that I actually thought worked and was was a, a pretty good idea was the the lockout protocol mm-hmm. one or whatever it was where Barry couldn't take the suit off because I, I, I want to say God there's been an episode where yeah. he's been knocked unconscious and somebody tried to, to see who he was but something you know swept in right at the last minute but uh, I think that that actually makes sense because Barry gets knocked out on occasion and you don't want some guy oh look there's the flash he's unconscious oh hey who's this guy let me take a picture and put it on social media yeah, no, that that actually didn't make a lot of sense. They're not, they're, you know, they're there's some pretty good, pretty good thought behind what Cisco was doing. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see it. Um, but yeah, so uh, so great, great little nods that we got with all of that. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, before talking about uh, this new character uh, that uh, Barry uh, he totally spoiled Game of Thrones for book readers. Which was, uh, everybody knew that was going to happen. Uh, 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 not the book readers. Some of us have been painstakingly steering clear of the television show so that we could just read the novels. And for those of us who do that, the, the last we saw of Jon Snow, uh, he was dead. So I don't know. Yeah, but there's been like how many seasons of the show after that? And he's been filming them and there's been all this talk about it. And like how I mean, I don't see how you could avoid that. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In fact, it was <laughs> it was when that was spoiled for me that, that I was like, well, now I have to go binge watch Game of Thrones so I can catch up. I got to watch six seasons. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried so hard just to be a book purist. It's but only 60 hours of television. And it's fantastic. 60 hours of television. Yeah, that's six 10 hour days. It's like, you know. 
It's not television. It's HBO. That's uh, true. Okay, so we got a new character introduced to us here at the very tail end. Oh, 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 oh! Actually, before I say that, we got a we got an old returning character who we hadn't seen in forever. Yeah, who's that? Captain Singh. That's true. Hashtag fear well, the beard. He's back. Yeah, uh, friend of the show, Patrick Sabangi. Absolutely. So so glad to see Patrick back, man. That that uh, that made me happy. So, I know, right? Like, I want to see. I want to see more. I know. We got to. We uh, the more the more Captain Singh, the better. Um, so I can uh, agree with that. Glad to see I have him back. But no, we got it. We got a new character. Um, this episode, Gregory Wolf. Now, uh, Gregory Wolf, the warden of Iron Heights. Uh, Iron Heights getting a, a pretty in, a large presence here at the very tail end. I think the indication is that net from this point on, Team Flash is going to do what they probably should have done from the get go, which is turn in the vi- villains to the actual authorities. For a second there, I thought they killed him, and I was about to be very, very mad. <laughs> like when, when, when they very stuck him in the chest with the virus thing and like he was going all virusy right and they were saying that the the code was going to turn all the ones to zeros so i was like he's gonna melt something bad's gonna happen to him <laughs> but uh yeah and i was about to be very upset when uh they didn't you know if they had killed him yeah yeah now it, interestingly enough um you know the 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 good warden here gregory wolf uh, he in the comics is known to have something of a, a bit of a, a kind of a hatred towards the rogues specifically uh, someone who as the warden of Iron Heights wants to make the stay of the inmates there as miserable as humanly possible. Now, you know, the uh, indication is that, you know, while he is in a authority, you know, an official authority type role, perhaps he's not necessarily officially a, a good guy from that standpoint, uh, someone who might want to cause, you know, physical, psychological type of pain, maybe even a, you know, for perhaps a comparison to a more better known character, more like a Hugo Strange. Uh, he's a lawful evil character Ooh, to use D&D terminology. Yes, that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, he's also been known in the comics and, uh, and Karen, by the way, in the chat, who is obviously a huge, <laughs> a huge fan of Gregory Wolf, uh, is letting us know. Of course, he, he's got, uh, some metahuman abilities as well, uh, in, in the comics. Now, will he have that here? Uh, time will tell. Now, you know, he, he does, uh, put away the, uh, Kilgore or Killmonger. Well, Kilgore. Uh, yeah, Kilgore. Yeah. Cause Killmonger is, wait, no, that's, yeah, Killmonger is, yeah, Black Panther and Kilgrave is Jessica Jones and and Kilgore. I actually went to school with the Kilgore. Yeah, who? Uh, uh, Kilgore. Kilgore. I don't and, remember a Kilgore. Matt Kilgore. Matthew Kilgore. Oh, I think I remember. Yeah, maybe. No, it was college. You weren't there. No, you were there. I was there. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, of course I, I remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, how do you have a last name like that and not turn out evil? I know, I know. If, if there's kill in your name, then it's just it, it's game over, man. If, it's like it's like you know slaughter. Yeah. Hello, my name is Charles Slaughter. <laughs> well, it's like, all right, Charles. Let's not have you be my babysitter tonight. Well, it's like if if uh, in the case of Charles Slaughter, he could probably be a pretty sick guitarist, but uh, if he's actually a comic book character, then it's game over. Yes, that is true. That is true. That's probably what it is. So uh, Gregory Wolf, you know, he shows up He uh, about the exact same time that we get, uh, you know, our return to the thinker and the screen of kind of trading cards uh, where we haven't flipped over the cards to see who else he's got in the wild. Uh, Kilgore tries to build up the idea that, you know, he's one of several uh, potential rogues that have been created for the sole purpose of doing something. We don't know. Uh, there's really not a whole lot to speculate yet on 
uh, the thinker himself. But I do want to actually do some speculation this week on a character that we know is coming, or at least it has been kind of confirmed publicly is coming to the series, but they haven't actually announced it yet on the series. And so that's going to bring us to a somewhat spoilery speedster speculation. All right. So, Bell. Me. We, we, I mean, like, it's common knowledge at this point that Elongated Man is coming. Uh, yes, I, I have heard this. Okay. I, I think most people have, uh, which is kind of why I want to talk about it, but also because, of course, Kyle uh, was, was tweeting at us earlier today and pointed out that, hey, uh, how does this make sense for Elongated Man to come on the show? He's technically dead. If you go back to, um, when, when was Blackout? Was Blackout season one or season two? Oh, um, I want to say season one, but it very well could blacked be out was season one, okay. I think. Well, if you go back to the episode where he was talking about people who died, like there was a whole record of like people who actually died during the particle accelerator and elongated men was actually one of those people. So my question to you, Bell, is how, how, how are we going to, how are we going to get elongated man? He's dead. Uh, have there been multiple elongated men? No, those are. Is it going to be Elongated Man or Plastic Man? Uh, that would be, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain we're not getting Plastic Man, although I guess it is possible. Plastic Man seems more of a Legends of Tomorrow type of character. <laughs> hey, don't look. Legends is the place to go for, for, for zaniness. Yeah, Plastic and, Man. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you can't say that, that you know, he should be on Legends when freaking Kilgore was on Flash yesterday all right fair 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 point <laughs> fair point um but no i i think at this point we're, we're to safely assume that he is in fact the uh the the same uh you know the 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 one and only primary elongated man aka uh ralph dibney uh and from that standpoint uh that was the name very specifically that was scratched off uh, from uh, from season one and power outage. So, all right. So there's a couple ways you can interpret this. One is I'd like to propose this theory. We got introduced this episode to a character known Gyp- known as Gypsy. Uh, actually not introduced at all, but, but reintroduced to her specifically from Earth 19 uh, and seeing that she is kind of popping over. And so the multi multiverse, the, the multiple Earths uh, are, are still very much in play. Do you think it's possible that Elongated Man might actually be from Earth 19? I don't know. I honestly think that the Ralph did me that Ralph Dibney reference in season one, episode seven was just a kind of like wink and nod. And they had no idea that they'd be bringing him on the show. And it might just be, oh, he wasn't dead. They thought he was dead. He's been in a coma for four years. And all of a sudden he wakes up and he's all stretchy. You know, uh, <laughs> That's 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 kind of, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't put that past him. It's one of those things where, you know, when you're when you're a writer for TV and like you you, you don't know, you know, how long your seasons are going to last. Like, what are you going to be able to do? Like, what are you going to get the rights for? And, you know, they put that stuff in there to, to nod to the fans and wink to the fans because we enjoy it. And it's and it's something that's cool. And they were probably like, oh, yeah, they're going to appreciate this. There's no way we're ever going to be able to put, you know, elongated man on the show. And now they're like, hey, let's put elongated man on the show. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> But they have the power, right? They have the power to write whatever it is they need in order to do that. I mean, Earth-19, that could be neat. Uh, how, how is he going to jump and not have Gypsy kill him, though? Um, that, you know, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you know, I think... I or think, maybe that's the storyline. Maybe he's there be- and because he jumped and Gypsy's after him. Well, he's a detective. So what if he is potentially much like Gypsy, someone who is also like, you know, 
able to pop around from various earths, uh, you know, just to track down villains and such. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be interesting. He too. could be her new partner. Ooh. Then we got this like, uh, you know, relationship drama going on. No, I don't think so. Uh, Ralph and his, uh, his wife, Sue, they were very much kind of a, uh, you know, a, a, a couple who had their issues. In fact, uh, their issues, uh, psycho- deep psychological issues would go on to create the storyline identity crisis. Um, one of the kind of the most notorious, uh, from being some, uh, some dark, dark moments. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because I think probably some of the identity crisis type elements may actually play out in uh in the season that's just me speculating but um but yeah i think uh i think sue if we're if we're getting ralph i think we're also getting sue so i don't think if 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 he does have a connection with earth 19 and is kind of a a partner to gypsy i don't think it would be romantic i think it's more of like you know buddy cop type situation yeah i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that he's not from earth 19 and that uh who knows? Maybe they'll even make reference to it. I thought Ralph Dibney was dead, and they're going to say, "Huh? So did everybody else? Apparently, blah 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 blah." So I, I'm going to say that he's not from Earth 19, uh, but you know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, you're probably right. When it all comes down to it, it, it's it's easy enough to kind of point out that, like you said, either they're in a coma or maybe he's laying low. Uh, you know, do you think it's this is why, by the way, one of the reasons why I think that we'll, we could definitely kind of expect Sue and perhaps some identity crisis type situ- situation, because that's the most interesting thing to me about Ralph and the elongated man, like any of the stretchy characters. And this is true of both, you know, uh, Marvel, DC, what have you, Plastic Man, Mr. Fantastic. That's a tough power to, to, to showcase in real life in live action. And I mean, the Fantastic Four had a giant budget and it still was kind of lackluster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the new one. The fan stick. Josh Trank fan stick pile of. Yeah. Yeah. Unpleasant thoughts. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, in, in, in that one in particular, he actually acted more like elongated man. It was only he was only really stretching his limbs as opposed to, you know, in, in the original Fantastic Four film the or the, the quote unquote original. The the what was it, 2000? Uh, early 2000s Fantastic Four film? Uh, the one with Jessica Alba? That's the one. that In that one, Reed Richards is much more like he, he turns himself into a wheel and, and gets really, really stretchy. Uh, That's more plastic. Like So Plastic Man is to, not, not like, you know, genius level IQ, but like ability-wise is more Mr. Fantastic, whereas Elongated Man... Is more like Mr. Fanforstic. Yes, I like that. That's the way that I have always interpreted the character. Now, I think that he's been portrayed in different ways in the comics. I think that there's not a whole lot of difference in terms of, uh, you know, in, in terms of their power set, but that would seem to be the the core identifier for me personally. It'll be interesting to see how he all plays out. I think that you're probably right when it's all said and done. He likely is not dead, never died, and has probably been laying low or in some form of coma, but we will find out soon enough because, uh, yeah, spoilers, Elongated Man is definitely coming to The Flash. All right. This is true. Yeah. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. That's the sound of the police in my hood! (laughs) Listener feedback this week, man. We got some great listener feedback. Will Marchbanks wrote in. What do Will have to say? I don't know why I haven't thought about this before, but wouldn't it be super easy for the police to figure out that Cisco and Vibe are the same person than Trace the Flash to Barry? Huh. You know, because, yeah, he's this, like, CCPD techno guru advisor guy and then when he shows up he's like hey 
that dude looks a lot like the dude that we contract. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. He's got he's got sunglasses on. But like and, and you know what? I, I guess I don't know. We're going to use comic book. Uh, you know, this is a comic book world and uh, comic book identity powers kind of, you know, come into play here. So uh, if Clark Kent can wear glasses and people can't recognize him for Superman, I'm going to say that vibes, weird sunglasses, things have the same effect. You know, I'll, I'll even say I would not be surprised if actually CPD doesn't know that that is Cisco. Like and maybe I, they're just they're just cool with it. Yeah. And also, I think it's pretty easy to not necessarily have to connect him with Flash and Barry because Cisco and Barry are friends. Barry works at the CPD. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to hang out is, is no, you know, it, that that's not a clear indicator. Flash Flash costume is like fully disguising of who he is. Plus, he blurs his face and everything. So I think I it, think Barry's safe. Yeah, it also kind of feels like uh, the Flash and and uh, and Vibe uh, are kind of deputized by the CCPD mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, like like Cisco came in, gave him the tech to deal with Metas, and so sometimes there's situations that they can't deal with. And like the vigilanteism that the Flash does is uh, a lot. It's looked upon a lot higher or, you know, it's looked upon a lot better than, say, Batman, whereas, you know, Batman's more brutal and more violent, whereas the Flash is not. And so I think that's, you know, the CCPD is more willing to go with it than they would like a Batman style, you know, arrow style kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, is they the CPD, even though they may know that vibe, I mean, they may not know, but even if they were to know that Cisco was vibe, they also might not realize that he's a meta. Because he's dealing with so much super science, uh, it's possible they think that he's just doing everything that he does literally out of OMG science. Oh, that's true. That's true. So anyway, good good thoughts. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think there's a logical explanation as to why um, it, it's not a direct trace to Barry as Flash. He pays them off. All the CCPD are corrupt. <laughs> he's got that. Uh, he's got that uh, Star Labs money, man. Oh, yeah. All right. We also got, uh, we went to uh, Twitter, got some feedback from uh, the Twitterverse uh, asking some thoughts on this week's episode. Uh, man, what did Batcat Shipper at Batcat Shipper on Twitter? What they have to say? Well, they said uh, Grant looks sexy wearing boxers and socks. Uh, two, Grant and Candace are the new king and queen of comedy. And three, I want Cisco's hair. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was good. Like, yeah, Cisco and, and Barry definitely had some uh, some pretty comical moments when she was covering for him for leaving the uh, uh, therapy session. And when they were asking, like, where they'd been, they were kind of looking at each other, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to come up with answers for it. It was nice. It was it was funny. And and yes, there was what was it? Uh, Tom Cruise risky business scene at the very beginning. Uh, that was that was pretty. That was yeah, pretty fun throwback. I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Uh... That, that was there. oh oh I almost completely forgot about something. We mentioned Cisco uh, in the last listener feedback. You know the shirt that Cisco wears? Ye- no. The the it's a, it's a Schrodinger's cat shirt, and it says "Wanted Dead and Alive," because it's you know a reference to Schrodinger's you know Schrodinger's cat. Like the, there's a little uh, a piece of radiative uh, radiate uh, radioactive material mat- ah, material that like emits <laughs> you know stuff and if it hits a certain template it releases cyanide and kills the cat and you don't know whether the cats are uh, dead or alive until you open the box and observe it it's, it's talking about you know the heisenberg and certain, oh. uh, uncertainty principle okay uh, yeah yeah it's schrodenberg he, or, or uh am i saying schrodenberg right i don't know whatever anyway uh it was a thought experiment that he schrodinger there we go schrodinger not schroden i'm mixing heisenberg <laughs> 
Okay. Whatever. Okay, all right. I was so, getting a little confused there. Okay. All right. 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 I own that shirt and I've owned it for a while. And when I saw him wear it, I was like, that's awesome. Cause a lot of times, you know, you see people and they have the shirt. It's like, cool. I want to get that shirt. Well, I had that shirt because cat shirt Friday is a thing. And I wear a cat shirt to work every Friday. <laughs> and that was one of the cat shirts that I bought. And then Cisco wore my shirt. And so I'm like, yeah. And, and that, by the way, that's why Cisco gets more screen time than Wally. Cause he wears the nerd shirts. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. what it is. Um, all right. We also got some, uh, some feedback in. This one's from Brett Margaret. Brett Mar- Marquette? Marquette. Marquette. I, I, I think it's Marquette. There you go. What do you have to say? Uh, they said, tired of hall talks and the weak stories. Is Flash just going to remain impulsive and Wally a weak sidekick? Mm. You know, Brett, that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, there, there's not been a lot of Wally moments, but I do say uh, the impulsiveness that, that he's doing is, is probably something they're going to work on. That like we kind of saw him do at this episode where he's not, uh, uh, you know, listening to Iris and he's and he's just doing his own thing. I think they're going to tone that down. So hopefully we'll see some uh, improvements on that. We'll see some Wally action as well. Yeah, you know, um, there's some echoing here, I think, that uh, from a a lot of feedback that we actually got this week, uh, which is that a lot of people did not necessarily vibe with this episode all that much. I don't know, you know, for me, for you, man, it it sounds like our our biggest qualms really had to do with kind of the the freak of the week. But but I think a lot of people kind of gave some feedback that they weren't really feeling the way that some of the characters are, are being portrayed. And I, I, I can't disagree more. I've actually really been loving all of these characters I, with the exception of wanting to see Wally get more time. But, I, but at the same time, I understand it. Like I get it. There's a lot of characters that all want screen time, all want character development. And we're literally only two episodes in <laughs> of this season. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I think just give it time, give it time. I think we're, we're building to something fun and, uh, and I think we're building something great and it, I, I'm having a lot of fun along the way. And I, I'm pretty sure that if you get a chance, you will find that you do too. Indeed. Uh, and then uh, finally, man, went on iTunes, we got a review. Uh, this comes in from K Swartwood. Swartwood. All right. They write awesome flash podcast. I came into this show second season because my nephew would rave about the TV show and I wanted to be able to talk to him, uh, uh, talk to him about it with him. I think I'm now more obsessed with the show than he is. These guys have great chemistry and are super knowledgeable. Gives me great talking points when talking to my nephew and he thinks I'm an awesome aunt because uh, thanks to these guys, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably uh, getting a lot of those talking points from Bo because <laughs> I seldom know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, at the very least, maybe uh, we're, we're teaching people how to at least sound like they know what they're talking about because that's that's us. We sound what we know like we're talking yeah. about. And that's what's most important. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, what is it? It's 70% what you say and only 30% what you know. Is it 70% how you say it, 30% what you say? Uh, yeah, something like that. And if that did not sound convincing, it's cause I didn't say it very well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So, uh, so I, 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 I thank you so much. Those iTunes reviews, by the way, are absolutely great. Love getting those in. It's a, a great way to show some support for the show. Uh, and, uh, and you know, Hey, if you, uh, if you want to help support this show and actually get a little bit of additional content along the way, uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV talk, where you can become a patron. Now, man, this last past week, we actually, uh, put out not one, but two, wait, no, just one. We put out one, uh, <laughs> one episode of, uh, additional, uh, kind of a shenanigans that went out. Uh, we actually, you and I did a, a fun chat about that latest star Wars trailer. And so if that's something that uh, may interest you, then, uh, Hey, become a patron so you can get access to that. We got another 
uh, episode of Shenanigans coming out to patrons as well. Plus, we've got a print, an autograph to print uh, coming your way for those of you who support us this season. Uh, something that we are starting this season and hope to do ongoing is that at the end of the season, we are going to give a autographed custom print done by one uh, artist at large, Mr. Matthew Bell. That is true. I'm doing the, you know, regal bow thing right now. No, oh, there you go. There you go. What will it be of? Will it be of uh, the thinker as he contemplates life inside of his Mobius chair? Will it be of uh, Barry as he is uh, dancing to different types of songs and various types of underwear? We don't know because the season's not over yet and we haven't figured out what is going to be that thing. Um, speaking of which, and this is uh, almost kind of almost a shame that I'm just now bringing it up here at the tail end of the show. Uh, Bell, every single time that we go back to uh, Barry and Iris's house, I don't know about you, but I find myself in a certain kind of mode. Depeche mode? No, turtle watch mode. I know. <laughs> that was an opportunity to, to to say Depeche mode, and so I had to do it. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, but I, I, you know, I think I'm going to start this new thing whenever we live tweet the Flash, and I, I want to encourage other people who care about this issue because I think it's important. Where is the turtle? Who is feeding turtle, the turtle? Turtle Watch 2017. T- turtle Watch 2017. Going to be 2018 here in a couple months. But yeah, tur- Turtle Watch 2017. Uh, wh- where is the turtle? Did the turtle die? Uh, why did it die? Did they not feed it? Is it there? Um, and we can, need to hold the flash writers accountable for this. This is what I'm saying, man. When it comes to continuity, this is one of the, probably the biggest thing, you know, throw time travel out the window. It's who is feeding the turtle. Turtles live a long time. They live a very long time. They are a pet that can kind of live, uh, 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 decades even. I know. Right. And so, you know, it's, it, the turtles there, uh, it just may be slightly off screen, but um, we we need we need some writers to uh, to identify this. So now every single time that we live tweet the uh, uh, live, oh my live gosh. tweet the flash, I, I just found something out. Oh, what'd you find out? I googled who feeds the turtle on the Flash TV show. Uh huh. And according to the Arrowverse wiki, did, do we know this already? The, the the turtle's name is McSnurtle. No, that's what this says. That's what the Arrowverse wiki says. It, the turtle's name is McSnurtle. Turtle McSnurtle. Turtle McStuffins. No, that's Doc McStuffins. I mean, how could I not remember that name? Hold on. This says, with the destruction of the apartment and finish line, McSnurdle's state is unknown. This is what I'm saying. We need to know what's going on. McSnurdle was given to Barry Allen, Iris West, their new home in Harrison West, who explains that on his earth, reptiles were given as housewarming gifts. Uh, Interesting. So it's really hard to kill a reptile with lightning, I'm just going to say. I don't know that from experience. So don't call PETA on me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, all right. So the this is the um, we we just need to know where's the turtle. Yeah, it, it's very important for me to know about this turtle and uh, you know the infinite turtles that do exist, and th- these are things that we need to know. All right. So so here's my thing though. Uh, when live tweeting, whenever the Flash TV writers live tweet, I'm just gonna tweet directly back at them like, uh, "Hey, where's the turtle? Where's McSnurdle? Uh, where, yeah, where's McSnurdle? Hashtag McSnurdle Watch 2017." Hashtag turtle watch, hashtag turtle TV talk. Anyway, we got to go ahead and wrap this one up. So, uh, so hey, if you have some similar questions as to, for example, where on earth uh, the turtle could be, or, you know, what, what else uh, you'd like to know what's going on, you can uh, tweet us throughout the week. You can follow us at Flash TV Talk. You can also follow our personal accounts at The Real Bo York or at Ring That Bell. 
But if 140 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podesteri.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and also hot takes after every single weekly episode of The Flash, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. And special thanks, as always, to Charlie Bach, who provides our awesome outro music. You can check out the rest of his stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Be sure to head over to iTunes and write us a review. Like I mentioned, it is a great way to help support the show, and it doesn't cost you a dime to do it. But if you are willing to fit, spend a few dimes to help make this show happen, head over to Patreon.com slash TV Talk, uh, and you can become a patron, get yourself some additional stuff. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone who is making this show happen. Well, man, we've got a uh, we've had a, a good one. I think this week. I'm looking forward to next week. Overall, man, this season has uh, really hit the ground running for me, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. And uh, yeah, we'll be here next week. In fact, you could even say we'll be back in a flash. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.